Hello, everybody, and welcome once again to the Appalachian Brewing Company podcast. It's Mike Parker and Artie Tafoya coming your way. And uh, we're coming from a remote location, <laughs> Artie. We're not, a, we're not at an ABC Brew Pub location, although it, it's, kind of, uh, it's kind of stocked with ABC Brew at the moment. It's my home bar. That's right, Mike. I got your... Uh text that you built your own bar and i'm like hey let's do a podcast from there i think uh, i wanted to check it out first of all i brought you some swag for your bars <laughs> little you so much. company swag to get your bar going yeah well when you build a bar it's like first of all i build it pretty quickly i mean so i like kind of build out the frame and then uh you know or build out the like the the outside of it, uh, and the panels. I put some tape on the floor, figured out where I wanted it to go, and then I kind of just had it leaning together, and then I kind of built the frame around it and, and built, you know, boosted it up with some two-by-fours and things. But this room, the big old room that we have here, we put on a few years ago, and it needed something. And, of course, we're big beer drinkers, so it makes more sense to have a bar or something than, like, like a pinball machine or a pool table or something. So Yeah, but you got room for a pinball machine or a, a pool table in here, I think. It's a yes. pretty big room. I love it. It's, uh, it's so wide open and... I just think it's uh, it's to be a great place. Yeah, we have a guest with us, and before I introduce her, I actually want to ask her to let the dog in because my dog's out in the deck barking right now. So, oh, is he is he going to be on the podcast? He's been on the podcast. She'll just already. she'll just hang out for a few minutes. But yes, if anyone has an annoying dog like myself, we you love him. But yes, Sue's raising her hand. So before we get too far down the road here, Artie introduce us to we have a, we have a third here on the on the podcast this week, and. Uh, a really, really valuable member of the, the ABC family. And um, I've run into her before. She didn't know it because I saw her in action and I didn't want to interrupt her. She might have had something good going at the time. I didn't want to bust it up. So you introduce who we have here with us today. Yeah, well, we have a, a good friend of mine. I've known Sue for many, many years. Uh, she She's retired, and but uh, I contacted her and said, hey, what are you doing? Uh, you want to help us uh, grow our, our business? And, and she's like, yeah, that sounds like fun. I love beer. I love uh, everything about the, the business, and, and so uh, Sue Savage joined our team. How long have you been with us now, Sue? About 15 months. 15 yeah. months, yep, yep. It's been, months. Seems just like yesterday, Sue. It does. Doesn't it? Yeah, it so, sure does. So, you're in, so, Sue, you're in sales. Yes. Yeah, so, so here's the thing. So I'm, I'm, at a, I'm, I'm coming home one day, and uh, where we sit right now, we're like, we're like three miles from, you know, like from downtown Hershey here, right? So I'm on the... I'm on like the Hershey side of uh, between like Grantville and Hershey. So I'm coming off of 80, Interstate 81. I think Santa is coming. I hear Santa's yeah, bells. Hear that, That's yeah. my dog ringing the bell trying to get out the door right now. But um, anyway, I, there's a beer distributor out there by um, uh, there's a there's a little shopping plaza. And I forget. Is it Bradford or something? Bradford? Oh, yeah. 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 And, and you were in there and I'm like, she's she's got the ABC gear on and she's like talking to the guy. And I'm like, ooh, Appalachian out in the out in the road selling product. But I didn't say anything because... Oh, you should have. No, yeah. You'd have been like, who's this guy <laughs> creeping up on me? <laughs> yeah. I know Artie. Well, she's out there, man. She yeah. gets out. She's uh, She's been a great uh, sales uh, force for us. And she uh, she does sampling. She uh, does everything, don't you, Sue? Yep. Whatever you ask me to do, Artie. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, That's uh, what I like to hear. Here I am yeah. at a podcast. It, pro- it probably <laughs> could you write at some guy's house in his living room with his bar. Anyway, we I thought this uh, this was, you know, when you talk about the importance of, like, sales and stuff, and we don't want to talk about, like, just, but but you got to have, you have a face for every organization, people that are out there, you know, you certainly might have a, 
you know, an owner or, um, you know, even a, the bartender is the face of the brew pub when you walk in. But out on the street, when you're selling stuff on the, you know, the wholesale level and the retail level, you got to have a friendly face and somebody who knows how to talk people up, right? And, and, and move some product because it's important. You got to, there's so much competition. You got to get that out in front of people and make an impression. So, yeah, that, I mean, we've got to visit our, our uh, customers. So we've got to stay in their face. We, you know, in order to, for them to remember you, you've got to be there. And, and if you're not there, they remember somebody else. Yeah, so, for sure. so uh, you know, we've developed a really great sales team uh, so far. And, and uh, we're bringing on good people. We're always looking for good people, too. If anybody's listening to this podcast and you love selling beer, uh, we'd love to talk to you. But, you know, it, it just is the type of thing where... We, we're growing our business and it's, and it's doing great and we just got to keep moving forward. You know, things are things are a little crazy out there right yeah. now. You know, everybody's sort of uh, wondering, you know, are these holidays going to be great or, you know, what's going to happen with them? But, you know, what we're looking, we're looking uh, at the future and we're going to, you know, we're just growing and we're going to keep moving the same direction. That's awesome. Well, listen, we're talking about moving some beer. I'm about to move some down my throat right now. Okay. (laughs) We got a few pint glasses here, guys. So cheers, Artie and Sue. And let's talk about what we're going to first take a sip. And then let's talk about the different stuff we got in front of us. I'm really excited about the one that I'm about to taste here. Oh, okay. All right. So Follow up to last. This is this is the we there was a cliffhanger basically at the end That's of last right. month's podcast when we talked about a new specialty beer that you guys were bringing on and it was a collaboration and it was the Midnight Fridge Raider collaboration beer with Taylor Chip Cookie Company and that is what I'm trying here. It's there and and, and we got that we got the flavor down. It is the salted caramel pretzel pastry stout and it's right on, man. It is. You can mm. taste every every aspect of that cookie is taste. It, it's comes out in the taste of that beer. Yeah. And you get a little salt up yeah, front. I was going to say, I think I'm getting yeah. like a little bit of salt up yeah, front. Yeah, you get That's a little salt like up the front. pretzel. Then you get the pretzel dryness of the pretzel, a mm. little bit of a toasty dryness. And then you also have that caramel. It's big time in the middle of the middle mouth there. And you're just, uh, it, it's wonderful. That's it's good. So, uh, I, so, so you guys just had a pop-up. So, so when we were talking to the folks from... Uh, uh, from Taylor Chip, they're opening new locations and stuff, and they were just just opened up one in York, and I'm pretty sure you had a like a pop up event where they were selling their cookies and were also selling beer. Yeah. Were, were you a part of that, Sue? No, no I, I wasn't. I I was met a couple of the representatives at um, New Cumberland. Yeah, they had a they had a tent at, at a summer festival. But they didn't know anything about the beer at that point. <laughs> well, they were yeah, talking that, about those were the in the beginning days. I think you might have been part of the the start of the whole process where we talked about, hey, we should get together and do something together in a a collab beer. Yeah. And uh, I think you and Henry were out or or something like that. And then and then hey, it came to fruition after about a year's worth of pain. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, there's a lot that goes into it. Um, you know, you just don't develop a beer and, and work with yeah. a company. You got a, there was a ton of communication, design, uh, all those different components that come to, come to make the beer. Um, and they met with our brew team uh, numerous times. We went and made cookies one day because the guys <laughs> oh, really nice. wanted to understand how the cookie, uh, cookies were made and put together. So it was a, it was a, it was a pretty incredible uh program but it, it all came to fruition this last friday night we did two pop-ups we actually did one on their Mannheim pike 
location and one in, in their York location. And, and it, the stuff was just flying off the shelves, right? I mean, they have a pretty loyal fan base already. And then to, to come in and say, oh, and a beer too? <laughs> okay, right. right. It's probably yeah. not that hard. To yeah, they a were definitely job. buying a beer and a cookie, you know. That, <laughs> That's awesome. God, what a great great idea, yeah. Mike. You should open a beer and cookie. Oh, my gosh, right? And, uh, and Well, you already have one, apparently. So. I do. I do. <laughs> I'll just I visit couple. you. <laughs> That's the bumper. So, so I've got the Midnight Refrigerator. That's a dog over here. <laughs> when you train a dog to ring a bell, is and they do a good job, and then she's gonna she's gonna ring the bell. Uh, so it's all good. So what um, what do you what are you drinking over there? Sue? I'm drinking a Mountain Lager. Perfect. It's, we don't put it as original gangster, but it's been around a long time, right, Artie? Yeah, it's an OG. You know, it's been yeah. around a long time. Yeah, but it's yeah, awesome but, beer. Uh, yeah, it's, it's a German style Dirkmunder, right? Yep. It's mm-hmm. just smooth. It's light. I love it. I, it's a go to for me. Absolutely. And Artie, what do you got there, my friend? I've got the Argyle. Uh, just that everyday, I, everyday IPA, you know, uh, it's sort of my go-to, a uh, little bit lower alcohol, so it's not, uh, you know, you can have one or two without uh, feeling like you've, you've got a, a too big of a buzz on. Yeah. It's got that nice aroma, but it still uh, finishes nice and crisp and clean with, with that nice bitterness, too. I love it. A lot of variety when you go in these days, and uh, here we are, I mean, we're almost in the, we're, we're we're pretty much in the holiday season, right? I mean, Thanksgiving, as we record, Thanksgiving is like uh, five days away, and that's hard to believe, but here we are, and it's all, and once we hit Thanksgiving, it's, we kind of transition quick here from, you know, the fall pumpkin decorations, and uh, as soon as, as soon as, like, Halloween's over, that's the, that's the cue to get into the Christmas spirit around here. Do you do any of that early decorating? Because it's... You know, this year, November 1st, it's, you started hearing the jingles on TV, you know, and I'm like, man, they don't waste a minute, do they? Um, but, uh, you know, uh, the fall decorations, uh, Carrie does all the fall decorations in the house and she likes putting out all that stuff, but it yeah. doesn't stay up very long because right. all of a sudden it's coming down and the, you know, Halloween goes down, fall comes up and then Christmas just overtakes everything. What about you, Sue? You a Christmas decorator? Like do you early, do you, do you go early? Like I, I did more when I, when kid when kids were around, yeah. you know, when they were young. But I still, yeah, I get. I don't go early though. I wait till at least after Thanksgiving. But as soon as like Saturday after Thanksgiving, I'll start dragging everything out. Yeah, I don't. I think there's a little bit of shaming that goes on on like social media. Well, probably for everything, but for people who decorate for Christmas too early, I I, I go the opposite direction. I'm like, man, kind of. Do what makes you happy. It's, it's yeah. not. It's not affecting yeah. me. Like you know, what I mean, you want to have your. Now I don't know about. Because we always get a live Christmas tree. It's one of the traditions. We go in you know, a local place here, and we cut one down, and uh, it's fine. We, we go, it's, it's, we don't put too much thought into it. We, we find one, we cut it down, we strap it to the top of the car, and we drive back home, and we, then we, have, we, we love it. We decorate it. So that's one thing that has to wait until after Thanksgiving. Otherwise, it'd be dead and like, you know. Yeah. yeah. Right, yeah. You can, they, they go quick. Once yes. They, they get dried out, even if you keep them watered. <laughs> right. Uh, well, we're, what we're going to talk about, I think, when we come back, first of all, I want to hear a little bit more about everything else that's, you know, that's coming up uh, as we approach the holidays, some things that we can maybe do to, to spruce up Thanksgiving dinner using some Appalachian Brewing Company products. It's Mike, it's Artie, and it's Sue, and we'll be right back on the Appalachian Brewing Company podcast. All right, and we're back on the Appalachian Brewing Company podcast. It's Mike Parker, Artie Tafoya, and our special guest this week is Sue Savage. She's a salesperson extraordinaire with Appalachian Brewing Company. She's a, if you watch The Office, she's the, uh, she's the traveling 
guy, right? The the crazy traveling guy. The, <laughs> what's his, I forget again. what his name is. Uh, you know, maybe you don't, that's how much of a fan I am in the office. I don't remember the guy's name. But they're really funny. You got to have a good personality when you're out on the roads, you know, selling people because you want people to look forward to seeing you and not, you know, like uh, put the lock, the clothes sign on the door when they see you pulling in the parking yeah, lot, right? They hide, <laughs> run out the back door. Oh, no. Yeah. I don't think that's the, that's probably not the case with you, though, Sue, right? Uh, I, I, I hope not. <laughs> that's the first thing. Um, I think um, they appreciate that I continue to come back and, and show them what's new and give them some samples to be able to taste their, our product before they purchase it. And I think they appreciate me coming around. So speaking of, you know, we were just talking about it. It's hard to believe, but, you know, we're going to drop this podcast here, you know, a day or two before Thanksgiving. So you're on the road out to uh, visit family and friends. Maybe you're, maybe you're listening in. Um, you know, you probably have your plans pretty much set at this point. But, I mean, I just like to talk about what, what we all do, I'm fortunate enough to live around, you know, where I have family, so I'm able to hit, you know, we still travel to see my parents, and then we head up the road about an hour to uh, see my wife's parents, and we drag the kids and the dog along, and we have a great time, see a lot of people. So, you know, fortunately for me, I don't have to, it's, it's, all, it's all vehicle travel, and it's pretty light, you know, and uh, I'm, I'm home, but Artie, I mean, I know you've got, you've got roots out in Colorado and, and Carrie's up in New England, so it's probably a little harder for you. What are you doing these days for Thanksgiving, and what are your plans? Well, we, uh, you know, every other year, pretty much, we go up north to uh, New England and go up to Nana's house and, and spend the, the holiday with them. Uh, she makes the, they get a fresh turkey where it's actually, yeah. they go and pick out the turkey. Oh, nice. Yeah, and yeah. you know, that's the one right there, and. <laughs> And uh, uh, it's it's ready for you just the day before, and then you put put the bird in the oven, and and uh, it's the freshest turkey. Wow! It tastes wonderful, and then she also makes all those very traditional uh, dishes. You know the cranberry, the, mm. the um, you know she always has that display of the pickles and the watermelon rinds and uh, pickled watermelon rinds and that type of thing. Is that I, I've not had that before. That sounds. Interesting pickled yeah. watermelon rye. Yeah, you can you can get them at the store. Yeah, they're uh, they're more of a little bit of an Amish treat, I think. But, but really? certainly around here they are. Yeah. But up there, that, that, I guess in New England, it's a it's a staple oh, for neat. Thanksgiving. And then uh, her stuffing is amazing. Yeah. You know, and you get the crust portion of it, and that's my favorite part. Yeah. Yeah, yeah like nice a hard, little hard baked on the outside, yeah. soft on the inside. Oh yeah, absolutely. I can, I can taste it right now, actually. Yeah. It's funny, you know, you sparked a memory there. So or something I was thinking about is kind of cracking me up. And I mean, remember a few weeks ago when this guy was on the loose in, um, uh, down in like Westchester, the guy who escaped yeah. from the prison? Oh, was, Collegeville, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. And it just reminded me when he said something about watermelon. They, apparently he was surviving by hiding under like stacks of logs and eating watermelon yeah. out of like the farmer's fields for a couple of weeks. It's wow. like, it's incredible. Yeah, so anyway. His Thanksgiving dinner will probably be a little less luxurious this season, I would say. Yeah, he's not going to have the best Thanksgiving. No, no. But anyway, that was recently in the news and sparked my... So anyway, uh, I like your idea of a watermelon better than, uh, you know, having to eat it every day, uh, you know, with my bare hands under a 
pile of logs. So soon. <laughs> the dog chasing you. <laughs> yeah, right. Oh, yeah, right. Yeah, the right. dog clenched onto your head till like about 60 <laughs> members of the Border Patrol find you. Oh, my gosh. That's And he's wearing an Eagles sweatshirt, too. That's right. Time. Oh, yeah. <laughs> of course. A lot of people well, you know, him. Sue's one of the biggest Eagles fans I know. And I love, I'm a big Eagles fan, too, so that's great. Tomorrow night, actually, like, so, you know, we get the Super Bowl rematch, and we gosh. get to lay the smack down on the Chiefs. Anyway, and a Taylor Swift's boyfriend. Yeah. Yeah. So Sue, so let's get let's, let's reel it back in here. I have a yeah. tendency to sidebar a little hard into current events, but um, <laughs> what's going on for you? Thanksgiving. What's Thanksgiving like been like for you over the years? Uh, well, when I was a kid, we all lived in Philadelphia, like Northeast Philadelphia. We lived in a row house. Five of my family members had homes on the same block that we lived in, so we all came to our my parents' house, and we would. And these are, we're talking small homes here. <laughs> Three bedrooms. The largest bedroom was nine by 11. That was the big bedroom. One bathroom. It was just a small house. And the living room was just straight from front to back. And so we would set up like three tables. Four, actually. Three were for the adults and then a big, large one for the kids' table. It had to be like 15 to get to the adult table. <laughs> so um, that was a big jump when you got to get sit at the adult table right. anyway it was just a packed house my aunts my uncles my cousins and it was just a lot of fun um in philly stocks bakery is huge i mean at the holidays you can stand three blocks long waiting to get in to get what they call butter cake is the thing oh is that the it's thing the most amazing thing on the butter planet cake. yeah, yeah. it's just good. it's a heart attack in a pan already oh, nice. <laughs> I'm in. I'm in. but I, we didn't think about that when we were kids so it was just wonderful it was wonderful to have all our family there and yeah and it's really it's basically what it boils down to is it used to be a point where like when you're in college thanksgiving well you when you're growing up you're just you're always home anyway and then so you know if you're having thanksgiving at the house maybe you get some family members and stuff to come over maybe you're traveling a little bit but you're always home anyway, so you're kind of like, ah, it's just part of, it's, just, it's, a, it's a nice holiday to look forward to. You, but, but when you go away, and then you get to come back somewhere, and you, know, if you see people that you haven't seen for a while, and, and the flavors you haven't tasted for a while, like you said, that, that homemade turkey, whatever, the watermelon, the uh, homemade uh, you know, cranberry. My mom makes, my mom makes the uh, homemade uh, pumpkin custard pies, right? Ooh, loves, ooh, yeah, I love that stuff. You know, it's not, and, and I'm a guy who, you know, pumpkin pie, I'm not that really discriminate so if it's the i don't care if you make a jello pumpkin pie or i'm sure it's it's fine but like the kind that she makes is the kind that she's probably working starting to work on them right about now right. You know, a few days. Right. so it's special and um you know one thing that i always enjoyed doing too is uh obviously having a having a few beers i always yep. say that if you can pre-game thanksgiving maybe whether you're preparing uh the food or you show up about an hour or or more before uh before eating uh, a couple of beers never hurt, Artie, you know? I, uh, yeah, well, that never hurts. I, I, I do slice the turkey, though. I want you to know that's oh. my only job in cooking dinner Yes, is the slicing of the turkey, and I'm, I'm so good at it. Many times I'm already full by the time I'm done cutting the turkey. <laughs> <laughs> I'm taking all those really good pieces. Yeah. Oh, I better check this. It's an important it's job, though. It is an important okay, job. Okay, so the, the question, though, is standard knife, like, or do you ever go electric knife? Le electric knife. Yeah? Electric knife all the way, yeah. No doubt, man. Just slices so smooth. Mm. All that, all the juices come out. It's just perfect. And, Good. And, but uh, when I'm done, there's nothing but a carcass left. Seriously. Precision. Precision. <laughs> There's not a piece of meat left on it either. That's good. Yeah. I, uh, we, we've done a turkey a few different ways. I remember um, 
for a couple of years, I was on the, you know, the deep fry turkey kick. And the one mishap that I did in making a deep fried turkey was that I left the plastic bag of the stuff inside the turkey. You know? uh. <laughs> it didn't really do anything to it, but I, I felt a little awkward about when I found it at the end. It didn't, it hadn't like melted or seemed to have like, you know, it didn't like break and stuff was okay. still in there. So it, it was in the fry book, but my mom had a backup turkey that she had, had had in the oven. So like I, we, we, I think I still ate some of that probably, uh, What's that chemical? BPA? I probably got yeah, some BPAs or something. Bit, yeah. But honestly, the bag didn't break. But but yeah. So if you're cooking a turkey in the deep fryer or in the oven, you got to pull that. And it's a frozen turkey. You got to pull that little bag of what's in there, like the neck. Yeah, the neck <laughs> and the gizzards. Yeah. yeah. I mean, what do you do with that? The heart. <laughs> you cook it in the gravy sometimes, or my dad used to cut the gizzards up and put it in the sausage. Yeah. Or I, the uh, stuffing, I mean. Oh, did he? Yep. Oh, okay. It may be a lost start. I don't know. I'd have to, we'd have to hide that in for my kids, yeah. my girls. Yeah, we'd have to hide We didn't know until we were older. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. <laughs> he that. didn't tell you that. <laughs> <laughs> one of the things that I, when I lived in Maryland, one of the great things that uh, I used to enjoy on Thanksgiving down there uh, was oyster stuffing. And I think that's probably uh, something that's maybe maybe along coastal communities or something or whatever is more popular. You don't really get that around here, Mm-mm. but that's delicious. If you like salty, yeah, there's oyster, oyster yeah. stuffing. That's, wow, that sounds good. That's it is. It's, really good. it's delicious. So anything else? Anything else crazy that you guys we, have heard? We did. A re- so I grew up in Philadelphia, and one of the biggest and one of the oldest traditions in Pennsylvania was our, our high school. I went to public school, Frankfurt High School, and North Catholic, which was one of the oldest Catholic schools in in the city and in the state. And they had, we played a turkey bowl every year. And hundreds of, we played at um, Franklin Field, which is, I think, temp, was the Temple Stadium, I believe. Anyway, it was at Franklin Field, and hundreds and hundreds of people would go, graduates like myself, or while we were in high school, and even people in their 30s, 40s would go, just the tradition. And they would play on Thanksgiving Day? Thanksgiving Day, oh, 9, wow. o'clock, nine nice. o'clock in the morning, 10 o'clock, I guess, maybe, but um, early in the morning, and you get home, and you'd be ready for Thanksgiving. And some years, it was really, really cold. Yeah. yeah. It's right <laughs> off 95, is getting that river wind coming at you, it was cold. Uh, I, you know, the, the lions always play on on right. Thanksgiving, Thanksgiving Day, right? Yeah, and some and, other team that nobody cares about. And some other team that they usually get beat by. <laughs> They're playing pretty good <laughs> no, this year, so I'm looking for, I'm calling for uh, the Lions to, to pull it out this Thanksgiving. No, I'm a Lions. The Lions, the, the Lions are cool. I don't like the Cowboys, right, Sue? So that's why I said the other, some other team that always plays on Thanksgiving, too. We hate the Cowboys. No, they're, they're no good. Oh, my gosh, man. I, I, I get so fired up there's I have a couple of friends and in fact it's it's hard not to be friends with Cowboys fans because They're so many there. yeah because so many people like the Cowboys and I don't know what it's from their success in the 90s when you know and they just are, they're commercially popular you know whatever they've done a great job of marketing I yes. guess but I, I hate the Cowboys and uh so I tolerate my friends that are Cowboys fans but when it's Eagles Cowboys week the, the amount of crap talking that goes on is <laughs> and and they're still convinced and I know I'm, I'm I just, this is the one thing I say. 1996 was the last year that the Cowboys were in the Super Bowl, right? And they had a good run before that. But they have barely even made the playoffs since 1996. <laughs> That's the year I graduated high school. There's, I got kids, there's grown up adults with kids that have never thought that the Cowboys were a good team. Right. And there's still people that talk about them like they're just the greatest ever. I'm like, they're, they're the Cleveland Browns at this point. Well, it, in all fairness, <laughs> you guys have enjoyed a little bit of recent 
success, but before yes. that, a little bit of a dry spell, guys. McNabb, yours, we're good. My favorite eagle ever. <laughs> I'm just I'm saying, not I'm, not, I'm not a Cowboys no. fan. I'm a Broncos fan. Everybody probably knows that. Yeah. But I'm just, you know. Yeah. Well, you got to ride it while it's there, Hardy. Well, I did. I've, read, I've ridden it, what, five times, four times? Yeah. We got right. one of the, we still got more Super Bowls than you guys, so don't. No, don't no, of course, that. of course. Not yet. No, no, well, one of the things that I always enjoyed speaking of was when Tim Tebow was on the, when was on the Broncos. Right. And, you liked him. Yeah, and they, they beat the Steelers, the one, I think it was like 2012 or something, and they beat the Steelers in the playoffs. And at that point, for years, I could say that um, – Tim Tebow had more playoff wins than Tony Romo. <laughs> and it was like for years <laughs> you could say that, and even though he only had one win. Well, uh, uh, Tebow single-handedly <laughs> beat the Steelers by himself. Yeah. Pretty much. You remember that game? It was, uh, yeah, it was It was great like game. the last, last two minutes of the game, they scored three touchdowns and beat him or something. It was <laughs> yeah. crazy. But uh, let me just go back just a little bit because I just thought of something. I said we have more Super Bowl wins than you. We have – Actually, more Super Bowl losses than you have wins. Yeah. <laughs> well, right. yeah. There's. Don't take that. We're starting no. to. Get, we don't want to. We don't want to catch up in that statistic. But yeah. No. It was heartbreaking. Last it was. It was a little heartbreaking. Yeah, last that was year. a tough. Year. My niece was a um, Philadelphia Eagle cheerleader. Oh, nice. She went yeah. to Temple and she became got got picked to be a cheerleader for um, the Eagles, and then she met met a guy in South Jersey, and he was a Cowboys fan. She said. <laughs> And then he asked me to marry him, and I thought, I can't, really. <laughs> but she did. <laughs> so they have two children, a boy and a girl, and she converted her daughter to be an Eagles fan, and, and CJ, her son, is a Cowboys yeah, fan. We live in a split household ourselves. Do so, you? Yeah, my wife's family is originally from Pittsburgh, and uh, I, I just, just have always liked Pennsylvania teams as yeah. far as the – I mean, the Eagles, Eagles and the Phillies, those are my teams, you know, and Penn State as college goes. And I'm not really that big into hockey, but if I was – I kind of since we have the Hershey Bears so close, I, the Hershey Bears are fun, and then they used to be, you know, for whoever they're affiliated with. So it used, it used to, be to be with the, Avs. the Avalanche, yeah. yeah now so it's you the should Cavs. be an Avs fan. So well, that's what I'm saying. I don't root against yeah. them because I, I, you know. But anyway, sport. We, we can go welcome on. you onto the Avalanche. Yes, <laughs> if you want, Mike, you're welcome. <laughs> They've Soon done you're well. You're welcome too. Okay. They've I done like, well. I like the Bears. It's still a place you can take a kid and oh, it's yeah. affordable. Yeah. yeah, I mean, yeah. taking them to an Eagles game or a Penn State game is just really mm-hmm. hard to take a family there these days. We are lucky. We are lucky to live where we live and have mm-hmm. things like that around us. So, yes. well, anyway, so it is uh, Mike and Artie and Sue, and we're talking Thanksgiving. We're drinking a couple of beers, and now we are looking forward to, well, Santa coming down the, the chimney, not too far behind. And what can you do to make Christmas more special? Is there some gift ideas? Already brought me some swag here today. Maybe this stuff is uh, going to look good at your home bar. Or maybe in a dorm room for someone who's uh, going away. Give them something to take a nice taste of home. So we'll be back. We'll talk about uh, sprucing up Christmas with some Appalachian Brewing Company when we come back on the Appalachian Brewing Company podcast. All right, and we're back on the Appalachian Brewing Company podcast. It's Mike, Artie, and Sue hanging out here at my home bar. Um, what do you think, Artie? Do you, I mean, is the bar, is it, is it, it's not bad, right? It's a little, and I, I got some work to do yet. Yeah, you can use a little decorating in here. Yes. And I think we got you started at least uh, with some ABC swag. But, uh, yeah, uh, but I like, I like oh, the work thank you, you did. I think it's very nice. Thank uh, you. I like the bar uh, rail. Yeah. Looks good. 
Yeah. I was. I think you've done a great job, Mike. I was going for a little. I wanted to go for the the rustic look and something that I could build. And uh, I figured if I built it, and then, you know, it's got like four coats of polyurethane on the top too, so it's it should be pretty durable and clean up. And I did a, uh, I did a. There's some other wood features in the in the room here that I've been working on to try to tie it all together. This uh, this like great room, I guess you would kind of call it. And um, uh, it's called uh, special walnut. Or some, yeah, uh, yeah, that's right. the that's yeah, the name that's of the stain. stain. Yeah. yeah, it's a pretty yeah. nice looking stain, and you can you can go lighter or darker with it, and. Um, and then uh, the top I did, though, in like, uh, it kind of reminded me of some, like, I don't know, Appalachian Brewing Company. For some reason, I felt like that it's, it's black cherry, but it's more of a, it, it came, when I put it on there, I was like, ooh, it was like dark purple almost. And then when I, you know, when I evened it out a little bit, when I wiped off the excess, it, I was like, no, I actually, sometimes you just want something to look like something. You know what I mean? Right. It's, I don't want to yeah. look like a church pew in here. I wanted it to have a little pop of color, right? So well, We used to have our, uh, I don't know if you remember, but yeah. our tops used to be special walnut. Oh, were they? Yeah, yeah. and then uh, we had we had a pine one, we had a special walnut, and now they're all mahogany. Uh-huh. Um, uh, just we've we've sort of uh, just kept them all uniform now. Yeah, um, yeah. And, but uh, yeah, but it looks great, Mike. I, thank I'm you. I'm pretty pretty uh, proud of you for doing all this. Mm, so thank you. You're welcome anytime, both of you. It looks right. wonderful. I mean, yeah. a, I love a little, the color. A little heads up, you know. I mean, like six in the morning may not work out mm-hmm. so well, but you know. Mimosas and uh, Bloody Marys, I guess. I've been known to have one at six every I mean, once in a while. What's the saying? It's five o'clock somewhere already. Yeah, right? or, <laughs> or you can't drink all day unless right, you start in the morning. Exactly. Right. <laughs> well, listen, we, we had uh, I started things off here with uh, the new Midnight Refrigerator, which is the collab with um, Taylor Chip, the salted caramel pretzel pastry stout, which is delicious. But I have finished that can. And now I'm on to uh, something new here, as I see you guys, you guys have both refilled, too. So I, I've got the Chasing Shadows. It's the uh, New England-style IPA. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and I'll, I'll, I'll wait until we cheers. Artie, what do you have here for round two? Well, I've got the Sigma Oasis. Uh, it's sort of a, a go-to New England uh, every day. Like, it's our, um, you know, full-time yeah. uh, New England-style IPA. Uh, the Vermont blend of hops and... Just that beautiful hazy look to it. It's awesome. It really is nice looking. Sue, what do you got? I got Plays Well With Others. It's um, part of our fruit sour series, and it's uh, the pineapple upside down sour, and it is good. It is good. That would go good. That would go good with Thanksgiving dinner. I think so, right? the end, right? Yeah. Yeah, heck yeah. Stuffing and pineapple, that's like a, seems to me like that would go go together well. Sure. All right. It's excellent. Cheers. 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 To another beer. I love that. That's actually Chasing Shadows. That's a, that's a really nice flavor. Yeah, it really yeah. is. That's that beer this year is just incredible. Um, Sigma. The reason I love Sigma so much is the, uh, it's got that creaminess to it, like a, that New England yeah. creaminess. But it's also got a little bit of hop in the back that just mm-hmm. you know gives you a little punch. Just a little punch. Yeah. Remind you, you're drinking an IPA, yeah, that's right? Right. Yeah. yeah. Some of them are just, you know, they're just uh, too fruity, and then uh, there's nothing there. You know, it finishes nice and clean. There's nothing wrong with that. But I like a little. I mean, you got to remember it's an IPA. Right, right. So, and a tart. You got that. That's I mean, that's what, that's what it's all about. It's a sour series, right? So. Yeah, it's tarty, but it's not terribly tarty where it's it's bothersome. I mean, it's just got the flavor of pineapple upside down cake. It mm. blows me away, to be honest with you, because my sister made them all the time for us when we were kids, and it tastes. Right. Just, it reminded me of that. Yeah, well, I was at very a, good. a tap takeover, and they had that. The beer, the pineapple upside down, and 
they were putting a mar- dropping a maraschino cherry in it. Oh, cool. And yeah. that made it taste even more I'll, like a pineapple. I'll bet it did. Yeah, you yes. know you have the cherries in the. Right. Usually they're in the middle, in the middle of the, of the mm. in the circle of the pineapple. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. yeah, yeah. No, I love that. I mean, that's one. That's one good thing about it. Like a garnish isn't always necessary. Like you know, when I always just get a water gap wheat in, uh, you know, in the brew pub, it'd be lemon or no lemon. You know, I mean, so I used to go with the lemon here and there. Um, now it's like you know, it's like. Don't think about it as much, but and there's other brands out there, like, you know, like with like like a Belgian wit beer or something like that. You might throw an orange in there to to highlight some of like the the orange or the coriander or the orange peel or something that goes mm-hmm. into things. A garnish like that, and I do like the fruited beers, so like you know it it can go uh, it, it can go good. But at the same time, you know, get a little creative, like what you like, right? It doesn't always have to be whatever's in the right. can. Can just everybody's be a taste point. is different. Yeah. Good. Well, so uh, it's two things I wanted to talk about. First of all, complimenting, you know, uh, our food with, with beer is always important. And, you know, we, we talked about that. That would be great. Like, you know, like you're, you're, uh, we're sitting around Thanksgiving dinner and we're drinking a beer. Jolly Scott is kind of my go-to, like, uh, like, you know, like turkey and gravy, you know, type beer. But I could see myself like having a small piece of cake and then a large glass of the uh, pineapple upside down. <laughs> yeah. Know, like no beer, doubt. right? That'd be good. <laughs> Oh, not too bad. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, and then the other thing, too, is, like, you can really, you could actually spice, you know, the, the food, like, depending on what you're making, cooking with a little beer. Do you ever do any cooking with beer? Absolutely. Uh, yeah. Pork and sauerkraut, I always throw beer in, always. Right. And, I mean, that's, what, that's, that's how you get the, keep the moisture a little bit. What kind of, you know, what's that, what would be a good one, like a water gap wheat or a mountain lager? Or? Um, usually a little, little thicker, like... Um, not a water gap wheat. I'd probably go with more of a, like the Jolly Scott even, yeah. and a darker ale. Yeah, is there any chance, I know it's New Year's, right, that you do the pork and pork sour and yeah. Can we just do it like the first of every month? I just did it last night, so I know. we can do it whenever <laughs> we want. I just want it, just the first of every month we do yes. pork and sour crop. Good it. luck all month. Yes, <laughs> yes. Right, and then do it again. And yeah, then exactly, do it again. that's a good point. That way we can, I would eat. Pork and sauerkraut <laughs> twice a year, if, if that was the case. I'm with you, Artie. I'm just, I, just, I just made it last night. Yeah, you night. told me about that, and I was like, oh. I kept thinking, how could I invite myself over? Yeah. Aw. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> the first of every month. Oh, no, it's a Tuesday. Artie's hey, coming Sue, over. what are you doing? <laughs> Make a pork and sauerkraut, Artie. This is fair. So sauerkraut, like, if it is the one thing, like a lot of people don't eat sauerkraut, you know, uh, but once a year, I guess, you know. Other people, you'll find an opportunity. So my opportunity to uh, stay familiar with, you know, uh, pork and sauerkraut, so to speak, was, so I coach football, and we, you know, every other game is an away game, or you've got, you know, and there's a concession stand, a different concession stand at every field that you visit, and so my pregame ritual oftentimes is like a hot dog and like a Gatorade or something from the concession stand, wherever we're at, so I go over and check it out, and that, sometimes you, you can, the hot dogs are not, I would say that, you know, I coach for the Lower Dolphin Falcons. Our concession stand is awesome. Big hot dogs. Like, it's a good, it's worth the money, right? But I've gone to some concession stands. Maybe it's because they see me coming with the opposing coach's colors. But I always get, like, <laughs> the smallest shriveled up hot dog. So in order to make it palatable, I've got to get some sauerkraut on top. So uh, it's usually a, a hot dog with sauerkraut and then, like, a blue Gatorade. That's my, that's my winning combination. Okay. Yeah. But... I don't know about that, Mike. No, <laughs> but if you got to make the, the hot dog taste better, you got to do what you got to do, right? <laughs> do what you got to do. <laughs> yeah. So let's talk about making like, making the holidays better. I I like to uh, thank you. By the way, I got an early Christmas here. I told Artie I had a new bar, 
and he brought me a couple pieces of swag here for, uh, to represent ABC. Um, there's so much stuff you can buy. There's so many things you can do, um, whether, it's, whether it's actually buying a canned product, uh, a, a growler to take it to a party as a gift, or like, even like your T-shirts. Some of this, give me an idea already, some things that you guys have, you know, in, in the merchandise stands at, at, at the brew pubs. Yeah, I mean, you can, uh, you can get everything from uh, sunglasses to uh, openers to T-shirts, hats, uh, everything, you'd, uh, everything you could imagine. Um, in some of the locations, we also have that, uh, some of those things for our spirits company as well. Uh, so you can, get, you can uh, wear your uh, Appalachian Spirits logo uh, on your shirt as well as, as you uh, travel through the holidays or give it away as gifts, right? Right. Um, you can go to our Mechanicsburg and Gettysburg locations and pick up spirits, uh, vodka, gin, rum, uh, uh, whiskey, uh, our, our bourbons. Mm -hmm. um, we have a new rye bourbon that's coming out. And we also have a port-aged uh, bourbon, straight bourbon, that's wonderful. And that's another one that you want to get for the holidays. Um, let's see. And what, uh, oh, agave. Our agave as well. Um, yeah. And then, you know, for the non-elk, make sure you grab some, uh, some, a case of root beer or birch beer, right, for the holidays. The best. Yeah, I got some uh, just recently. So just one trip, you can come in and knock out a bunch of shopping. And you can go to the bar and have a, an appetizer and a beer while you're, while you're waiting uh, till they're, while they're packing up all your stuff. That sounds so and, much better than a blue Gatorade and a, a, it does sound better than a cheap hot dog <laughs> <laughs> wrapped in foil. Yes. Our root beer is definitely better than blue Gatorade. Oh, I'm going to sure. go on the... It's gonna, sir, it really is. <laughs> did you ever give... Uh, did you ever get... You probably, you know, I, I don't want to say grease the wheel, but remind your customers of, of, the, of the brand by probably giving them something every once in a while. But what, what's something that people really like to get? What do you think is like... If, you, if, they, have a, if they have a bar, there's someone who needs, you know, just wants to... I don't know, because when you wear it, I always say if you're going to wear a hat like of a sports team, be prepared to talk to someone about your hat and your sports team. Because like if you're going to you know, walk around in Colorado with a Penn State hat on, somebody's going to say something about Penn State. I assume if you're going to walk around you know, it, it, the neighborhood with an Appalachian Brewing Company shirt on, you better be ready to talk about Appalachian Absolutely. Brewing Company. Absolutely. Right? Yeah, for sure. And I, I do occasionally, I, I certainly give my customers samples, but... Yeah. Um, I've given shirts to some of our, you know, my, my customers, and I want them to advertise for us. Right. And they know me, they know our beer, and they're, they're happy to take it. Yeah. yeah, you know, when you're traveling, Mike, if you, if you have Penn State, you know, Natalie yes. went to Penn State, so yeah. I, uh, uh, we were going up to Penn State games for years. Um, but uh, if you're traveling with a, something Penn State on, and you're not ready, you got to be ready all the time, because right. you'll get a we are yes. just walking through the airport. We are. Yeah. And if you're not ready... They look at you like, well, that guy's not really a Penn State fan. <laughs> you got to right. be, yeah. be ready at Absolutely. all times. So you got to be careful. When you put that Penn State gear on, you travel. Mm -hmm. It can be anywhere in the world, yes. and you might get a we are. Largest yeah. alumni. That's what I love about there it. Is, it's a, it's Largest a, alumni of yeah. any university. It's, yeah. a, it's a huge yeah. amount. There's a, there's, there's a Penn Stater just about everywhere, and they, they, definitely, uh, they definitely represent. You're right, you're right. And I love the fact that you have the, the wrestling Sure. I do. I yes. have my wrestling. Yes. I'm, I'm really looking forward. They, they're going to have such a great team this year. And yeah. I know a lot of people who listen to the podcast probably know uh, I'm a big wrestling fan. I wrestled for uh, from the time I was four till <laughs> till uh, you know I was in college. Till his wife last and, night. Yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> she was in the she was in Philly for the marathon last oh, night. Right. Nice try, Sue. <laughs> two points. Yeah, two points. <laughs> she gets a little annoyed when already starts yeah, scoring. I score. I do score. <laughs> 
But uh, I remember Reverse. even with the girls when they were kids, uh, I was like, guys, you got to learn how to wrestle. Yeah. You know, wrestlers, you don't yeah. mess with wrestlers because wrestlers, once they get their hands on you, mm-hmm. you're sort of done. You know, oh, yeah. They just wrap you around and <laughs> put you in, t- turn you into knots. And, and uh, yep. uh, But uh, Natalie was a great wrestler. She, she was so built for it. Yeah, she would built for wrestling. She'd take you down, just put you, she'd make you hurt. That's great. Yeah. yeah. Well, Pennsylvania itself is just a great wrestling state. I mean, really? Lehigh University, I went there as a kid with my uncle. He coached soccer there, and um, it, he took us to matches. It was just, I, t- I took wrestling in college. Did you really? Yeah, yeah, because I knew I could get an A if I, because I was a woman joining the class, and they never had any women. So I talked my friend Ellie, and I said, come on, Ellie, it's an automatic A if we, <laughs> if we right. take the class. But sometimes Ellie would not show up, or I wouldn't show up. And we just wrestled the guys. It was so fun. And I learned a ton about wrestling. I loved it. It's, uh, it's My son, is uh, he's in seventh grade, and he's been wrestling now for, I think this is his fourth season. So we, there's some, there's, uh, it, when, they, when they start winning matches, they can get a little lucky early, and then they run into somebody who knows how to wrestle, right? Because it's not, and then, then once they actually start to get some skills, and then they have to, but, you, but you, you know, then it's, you get so proud of them when they, when right. they win their first tournament or something. But, there is always the, and I can say this with a, you know, and I mean this with all, but there's, you know, there are some schools now that have entire uh, female wrestling teams. Yep. Whereas before, even when I was in high school, there would be the, the constant fear amongst the guys on the team that they'd have to wrestle a girl. And usually back then there was no competition. It usually if the girl was on the team, you know, she wrestled one of the lower weights and, uh, you know, it was, it was, they just didn't have a lot of kids, small school or something. But nowadays, oh no, oh no! There are so many talented girls out there, and I've seen boys been, you know, put on their backs very quickly in the first period. There's, you cannot look past anyone now because right. it's technique and it's skill, and wrestling right. is just so cool that way, yeah. right? It's it's a one on one sport, and any one person can beat any other person any day. Yep. You know, just you have to be on your game, and you got to be able to yeah. stay focused, and all those things. And I, I am so impressed by Kale Sanderson and what he's done with that program mm-hmm. up at Penn State, and. And I love watching them them wrestle because they're, he teaches them to be loose. Yeah, you know they go out there and they're loose. You know some guys go out there and they're like, ah, I'm getting ready to go. I'm going to really take it. You know whatever. And his guys go out there and they're like, you just you can tell they're just so relaxed in their in what they're doing that they just are successful. So yeah. so proud of him for what he's done uh, with the team there. But uh, yeah, no, you know. I don't know how we got on this topic, uh, but we fine. certainly yeah, did. Right. <laughs> All right, Artie, I'm not wrestling you right now. You know, I, I am undefeated since since I left college. Uh, <laughs> most of them were at parties, but uh, yeah. I am still undefeated. It's always a joke, though. I feel like if you know the the first match of the year is the most important because you're either gonna it's either gonna end as undefeated or defeated. Right, <laughs> that's right. So. You want to win that first one, right? Anyway, so this has been a lot of fun. I appreciate you guys coming out here uh you know to to do the podcast and uh helping me break in the bar with some delicious beers and um as as mentioned before you know look i i love i've I've got kids and i've got a big family and we have events here throughout the here at the house throughout the year so you know whether it's a birthday party or the holidays i've always got it stocked up with with the soda and stuff for the kids too they they love the appalachian root beer great new packaging by the way it's so cool oh yeah it looks great yeah Yeah, everything's really uh coming out sharp and 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 one thing i wanted to say too is as speaking of a great christmas present so my son where we live out here you know we're a little bit out in the country there's about 20 different fishing ponds 
that the kids frequent. They get on their bikes and put their backpacks on. And cool. There's a couple of guys. They, have, they don't know if they go up that day and they ask him if they can fish the pond, if he's going to say yes or no, right? Because, you know, it's, and, and but if, most of the time, if they're polite and they do everything. So the, the plan this year is to um, is to take a six-pack of root beer to each one of those guys' houses that they have the pond, right? And between the kids, they're going to leave a little note and say, thank you for letting us fish in your pond throughout that's the year. perfect. Make a little impression, right? A little right. sales job, that's too, right? That's what you do. That's, that's selling. <laughs> and then maybe, <laughs> you're, in, you're in for the year fishing next year. Maybe next year it'll be a little easier to get out of the pond. That's so, right. So I, I look at that as, uh, you know, sometimes it's not easy to, to, to take out. You don't know. Maybe someone doesn't like that style of beer or alcohol. But, you know, they're definitely going to take that, that root beer home. It's going to be a big hit, whether they drink it or they take it home and share it with Family. Family, yeah. Yep. So anyway, uh, just, just wanted to share that. Uh, look, guys, happy Thanksgiving. I hope you have a great time with family and friends. Artie, I always give you the last, uh, last word here to talk to your customers around the holidays. So let's take that minute and, and, and uh, say what you'd, you'd like to. Well, you know, we always say uh, happy Thanksgiving to, uh, to all your families from our family. And our family is not only my family, but it's, uh, it's Sue it's everybody that works with us. We have so many great people that work with us, and we're just so blessed to have that. Um, and during Thanksgiving, it's a time for us to, to look back and go, wow, these people that work for us, and also our customers that come in and visit us all the time, you know, they, they take their time to come see us, and we need to make sure that we reward them with that for, well, with good food and good service and, um, and good products, good, good beers. Uh, so uh, not only on the customer side, but on the, the, the uh, team, team side, uh, you know, happy Thanksgiving to all you guys. Uh, if you get a chance, uh, come in and visit at one of our locations. Uh, we opened our new location in Carlisle. I think you and I talked about yep. that a couple yeah. podcasts ago, and it's been open since August 1st. So they get, wow, it's, been, it's already been a few months now, mm-hmm. and uh, everything's going great there. Uh, I haven't been able to get there and golf enough as, I, as much as I'd like, but you and I got to... Try to get over there at some point, Mike. Yeah. Uh, but other than that, uh, no, uh, thanks for listening. And uh, uh, I want to wish everybody happy Thanksgiving, Merry Christmas, and if we don't talk to you before that, happy New Year. Cheers. <laughs> happy New Year. I have a feeling we're going to make a point to get together before Christmas, too. Let's do it. So, Sue, thanks. thanks. It's been so nice. Sue Savage, if you see her out, if you're out buying beer at the store and you happen to see uh, Sue over there, um, you know, just being friendly and representing ABC wherever you are to make sure you say hi. Right? Thanks. Yep. Happy holidays, everyone. Thanks. All right. For Mike, I am Mike, but for I'm Mike. And for Artie and for our <laughs> special guest, Sue, thank you guys for tuning in to the Appalachian Brewing Company podcast for everything ABC. Remember, go to abcbrew.com. We'll see you next time. See y'all. Bye-bye.